are Locked On Seahawks, your daily Seattle Seahawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, 12s. This is your host for today, Nick Lee, on this black and blue Friday, which I think is a fitting color combination because of the way that Seahawks fans are feeling right now with their favorite football team at three and seven in last place in the NFC West. We got an extra day before the Seahawks square off against the Washington football team on Monday Night Football. Get to watch some football on Saturday and Sunday before your team squares off on Monday. I'm going to break down some of the keys to victory as well as some of the players to watch for and give a game score prediction at the end of the show for and, and as the Seahawks try to climb out of this deep hole they have dug. Thanks for making Locked On Seahawks your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Thanks for listening. Now for your lead story here on Locked On Seahawks. The Seahawks have historically dominated on Monday Night Football and primetime in general. And this is their second Monday Night Football game of the season. They lost to the Saints last month, 13-10, to 10, in a very disappointing, lackluster performance. And it seems like the primetime magic has dried up a bit. They're 0-3 in primetime games this year. This will be their fourth primetime game. And it's a funny thing. It seems like when the Seahawks had a really solid roster up and down, they dominated on primetime. They had the players to do it. The players rose to the occasion and won on the big stage. Now the roster has major holes that are being exploited. And other teams are coming to these primetime games against the Seahawks, and not only with more firepower, but they seem like they are better prepared. I think the, the Seahawks on multiple occasions have been outcoached especially in these primetime games. Now, one caveat to that 0-3 primetime record is Russell Wilson. He did not. He has not completed all three, any of those games in a primetime. He played in one in that Rams Thursday night football game, that faithful game where he ended up getting hurt. And so certainly Wilson also seems to play his best under the lights, and he might be the sole difference in this time, this time around against the Washington football team this Monday because the Seahawks need something to change because they have just not got it done and what makes a team great in primetime? I think it's things like limiting mistakes, uh, playing with emotion, and don't and not being stupid. I think that's something that the Seahawks have really struggled with this year. Are is not. I think they've they've really crossed that line between being overly emotional, overly emotional, motivated, and stupid. And the Seahawks on several occasions, I think, have crossed that line into the stupid area. <laughs> uh, looking at you, DK Metcalf, and some of your post you know whistle antics and not just him it's not just him and stuff like clock management issues throwing the ball into triple coverage in the end zone russell wilson uh not getting it done on, on blocking one-on-one one-on-one blocking matchups on the offensive line not picking up blitzes not being in the right coverage on defense not knowing who has who in the pass game things like that get magnified 10 times on primetime games so i think you know, that, that's something that needs to be addressed and, and something that, that to look for on Monday Night Football against the Washington football team. And that magic seems to also have dried up on, in home games in general for Seattle. That home field advantage, that mystique of playing in Seattle, where has it gone? I, I don't think it's the 12's fault. And I'm not here to call it the fans. The fans have always been passionate, you know, out down to the, to the days of the kingdom. The Seahawks fans have always brought it that's never been an issue in Seattle. You're looking at now with the Seattle Kraken of the NHL. Obviously they're not the best team in the NHL. In fact, I think they're in the bottom quarter of the league. Um, but every night they the fans are bringing it at climate pledge arena. And even when they're down, what was it? Seven zero the other night, 
they've scored their first goal to make it seven to one and the, and the fans went nuts and all the players commented on how loud it was for being down by six goals. Um, so th- th- just a testament to the passion that Seattle fans have. I don't think that's an issue for them. You know, Seattle's just one in four. The Seahawks are this home this year at home. And I, I think that's weird with a year that they actually had fans. You, you'd think that last year they would have struggled at home, but actually they only, they only lost one regular season game at home last year. So what's going on there? And I think it also has to do with the roster. They're just, they're being out firepowered and out coached. And, and you got to ask questions like, is Pete Carroll's message falling on deaf ears? Do the Seahawks think that they are better than they actually are and and, and thus not preparing as vigilantly, coaching staff, players included? On several occasions, like I mentioned, primetime or otherwise, the, the Seahawks have just been outplayed and outcoached. I'm not here. I am a big proponent of not blaming the referees and not, uh, you know, in, not blaming stuff outside of your control because the Seahawks absolutely should be playing better. And the only ones that they can look at are themselves in the mirror with that. And they're going to ask themselves, I know that the playoff hopes are really, really dwindling right now, but right now it's about pride. It's about playing how you are, how you want to play as a, as a professional. And right now I think that's coming into question. And I think that this, this is going to be an interesting game against uh, riverboat Ron Rivera, who's not afraid to pull the trigger and not afraid to, to make a bold statement. And the, and uh, you know, Pete Carroll and his staff need to ask, are they ready to do the same? But I guess we're going to have to find out on Monday night football. When we come back, I will break down some keys to victory for the Seahawks under the bright lights of Monday Night Football. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Locked On Seahawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Did you win in fantasy last night? Stat Hero crushed me. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head to head fantasy matchups, winner take all. And here's the crazy part Stat Hero shows you the, their lineups before you play, and you handpick the team you want to face one on one. This never before seen innovation of fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking at odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you are in control of the stakes. You, you decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. This week, I have Najee Harris of the Steelers going up against Leonard Fournette of the Bucks and Deontay Johnson of the Steelers going up against Terry McLaren of the Washington football team. I rolled with two Steelers after they scored a bunch of points against the Chargers late last week. And I'm hoping for more fireworks against the Bengals on on Sunday. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on promo code locked on terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Locked On Seahawks podcast. I'm your host for this Blue Friday, Nick Lee. Let's dive into some of the meat and potatoes of this matchup. Yes, I had to throw in a Thanksgiving reference in there. Enjoy those leftovers there the day after Thanksgiving and, and a weekend after Thanksgiving. You know you're going to have some leftovers in the fridge, at least I do. And, and look, let's look at some keys to victory. And with, with this with this game, you know, the Seahawks are 4-7. and seven. Washington football team at 4-6. and six. There are some interesting nuggets. Is looking at just the, the rankings of the two teams and in some of the various categories and statistics around the league. I think the first 
item of business. The first like, thing that jumped out to me when I was looking at the numbers and uh, as a key to victory is win the red zone battle. I know people don't really call it that or that's not really a common phrase. It's usually the win the turnover battle or win on third downs. This is going to be win in the red zone. The Washington football team is 31st in converting red zone trips into touchdowns on offense. And while Seattle on their offensive side is eighth. So the Seattle, the Seahawks are 10th or top 10 in actually red zone offense to turning red zone trips into touchdowns, which is pretty surprising uh, considered some of the uh, lackluster performances they put together. But there is a clear advantage for the Seahawks in the red zone. They have the better red zone offense. And actually for how bad Seattle's defense has been at times, they're fifth in the NFL in red zone touchdowns allowed. So Seattle, Seattle not only can score well when they finally get into the red zone, but they aren't letting many people score touchdowns at a high rate once the, their offense gets into the, to the red zone as well. So Seattle needs to cash in when they get into the red zone make and also make the Washington football team stall out. I think the key to that is to the offense, to the offense succeeding on that point uh, in the red zone is to neutralize the interior pass rush of the Washington football team, which includes Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne are both within the top 10 in pass rush win rates among interior defensive linemen in the NFL. They have a nasty pass rush on the defensive line for the Washington football team. So you, you got to be always careful with them. So th I think that's a really big key to winning in the red zone for, for the, for the Seahawks. Another battle, I think the Seahawks need to win. And this is my second point. My second key to victory is third downs. And it's the battle of the terrible third down units. <laughs> uh, the Seahawks offense ranks 31st in third down conversion percentage while the Washington football team's third down defense ranks dead last in third down conversion percentages allowed. So it's the ultimate very movable object meets a very stoppable force. <laughs> Which unit will suck the least? So third downs will be extremely important for both sides. And kind of how I mentioned last week, um, you got to avoid, not just avoid the third and longs, avoid the uh, third and extra mediums, <laughs> avoid the third and six, the third and seven. You got to get under third and five. And although I think this is a game where if you get to third and six or third and seven, you're not totally, you know, you're not, you're not totally behind the eight ball as you were before um, against a team like the Cardinals. But this is a, this is going to be a team that is going to want to pin their ears back, especially in the interior. So you definitely want to stay on schedule to keep Russell Wilson upright. My third pick, and I hesitate to say this, is let Russ cook. I know that this is something that everyone's going to roll their eyes at, and especially with Thanksgiving, you know, a lot of cooking going involved. I think Russell needs to put on that chef's hat one more time. I know it's not necessarily the flavor everyone likes, um, and, and certainly not what the coaching staff likes, obviously. But, and I know it probably won't happen, but hear me out. Instead of sitting here and, and, and lecturing you and preaching the old establish the run, you know, gospel, I'm going to call for the opposite. Wash, the Washington football team is actually eighth in the NFL in run defense while being 28th in pass defense. And they actually also are 29th in yards per play allowed, suggesting that they, they give up a lot of explosive plays. So that seems pretty clear to me. Toss it around the yard. Let the Seahawks, you know, the Seahawks just so happen to have one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL in Russell Wilson, let him eat, let him cook, let him do all of it. Let him, let him, let him in the kitchen. He knows where everything is. He knows where all the, you know, the plates and bowls and mixing spoons are. Just let him have at it. Get out of his way. You know, he's going to put on that apron. He hasn't had that kind of game yet this year. 
the one, you know, where he just takes over a game. And I think this is a game where, you know, I think that the Seahawks and Russell Wilson really absolutely need this to happen. And so I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a game where you really can let Russ cook and it might make the difference, especially with how he, I mean, he's, he's been playing either banged up or against some tough teams. He just hasn't gotten into a rhythm at all this year. This is the time to let him cook, especially with, you know, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are still one of the better two receivers in the NFL. Get them involved. And it's, it's, I know it's easier said than done, but you got to get it done. This is an absolutely an opportunity with a poor pass defense in Washington where the where Russell Wilson can put up some great numbers and lead the team to victory once again. When we come back, I will reveal my picks to click and I'm picking one player for offense and one player for defense that I think will rise to the moment on Monday Night Football for Seattle. Don't go anywhere. This is the Lockdown Seahawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the most wonderful time of the year, Black Friday. Built is going all out to make this Black Friday weekend the most delicious Black Friday that ever was in the history of Black Fridays. New limited time flavors, new types of bars, and a winter wonderland of a deal. You want high-end deliciousness at a discount? All through Black Friday weekend. Get at least 20% off anything and everything at Built.com. Enter promo code LOCKED20. New flavor ruby chocolate puffs, marshmallowy goodness, covered in a unique chocolate, ruby chocolate. This has never been done with a Built Bar. There's dark chocolate. There's white chocolate. It's uniquely delicious. New flavor lemon dipped cheesecake puffs. Love lemon lemon cheesecake? You'll love lemon dipped cheesecake puffs. That tangy taste of a lemon, sweet cheesecake, marshmallowy puff, all covered in chocolate. New bar, Built Crave Bar. A Built Black Friday weekend isn't complete without the word free. Buy any box of Built Bars through Sunday and get two of their brand new candy bars, Built Crave, for free. Built has finally done it. They've come up with a candy bar that is a great alternative to the bar that claims to satisfy. It's a caramel-flavored chocolate loaded with peanuts, giving it that nutty, chocolatey, mm, oh-so-good sweet candy bar taste. Crave has only 160 calories, along with 17 grams of protein. Show me a candy bar that even comes close. No need to fight angry crowds, no camping out for hours. Your best Black Friday deals are at Built.com. Tis the season to save and to give your taste buds the gift of Built Bar. 20% off Built Bars and two free Crave Bars all at Built.com. Plus you get 60% off Built Broth and Built Boost and 40% off Built Swag. Just enter the code LOCKED20 at Built.com. It's Thanksgiving and we all know what that means, football. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Bet Online has you covered all holiday season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. And it's not just football. Bet Online has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online. We're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. Welcome back, 12s. I'm your host for this Friday edition of Locked On Seahawks, Nick Lee. Let's get down to my picks to click 
as well as a game score prediction for Monday Night Football. And I know I was just saying, singing his praises, and, and I was saying that you know he needs to have a big game and maybe even let him cook a little bit in the kitchen. And I'm saying my first pick to click on offense is Russell Wilson, and it's much as it's just as much a need <laughs> for this to happen as it is a you know it will happen. Russell Wilson absolutely needs that confidence building game, that statement game, that game that, you know, that says I'm back like Cam Newton. I mean, I don't think he's going to, you know, take off his helmet and get a penalty and, and scream. I'm back into the camera, but he just hasn't had that huge game. I know he had four touchdowns against the Colts and almost 350 yards against the Titans, but that was in a loss. I'm talking like, you know, three touchdowns, 300 plus yards, that kind of breakout. I'm back kind of game and also efficient because we know, Russell Wilson is the is the king of efficiency, and you want to see you know a game that's in the 120s, 130s as far as passer rating. And Russell Wilson hasn't had a game above 116 uh, since, or hasn't had a game above 100. hasn't had a game above 100 since that uh, that win against the 49ers. Obviously, he's missed several games since then. So it's been a while since the Seahawks have really had a, a player go off like that at the quarterback position. And I think, like I mentioned, with the 28th ranked defense for Washington the 29th ranked team for yards per play allowed this, this recipe is to allow Russell Wilson to get cooking in the kitchen. And I think this is a game where he really can click. And because he clicks, you know, you think that guys like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, Gerald Everett, guys like that could be start to cook as well. I think this is a game that really you're going to see Russell Wilson, maybe hopefully return into turn, return to form because if not now, when, you know, um, I don't know if it's a coaching scheme thing or what, but he, he just hasn't looked quite looked the same. I know he's been still kind of banged up. He hasn't been himself, but I really would love to see that passer rating get above 100 again. And, you know, with three touchdowns and, you know, multiple touchdowns and 300 yards, you know, just a typical Russell Wilson game. I know that's a cheap and easy way to or cheap, cheap and easy pick <laughs> to pitch the court to, uh, to pick the quarterback. But I really think this is a game Russell Wilson has to have. And on defense, uh, the Seahawks are reeling from the loss of Trey Brown. I am so bummed about that young man. I really hope he makes a speedy recovery. Just a really unfortunate injury. It just seems like the Seahawks always do that. I know I don't know if it's a coaching thing or what, but it's probably just rotten luck that they have these young, exciting players, and something happens that that they make them miss some time, and sometimes they're not the same when they come back, and that's really unfortunate. Um, I think that's happening a little bit with Rashad Penny. I really hope that doesn't happen with Trey Brown because I'm really excited for what I saw. But as far as who is playing, I'm going to go DJ Reed. It's time for a cornerback to finally get an interception. <laughs> the four interceptions the Seahawks have this year all are from safeties. Three from Quandre Diggs, one finally from Jamal Adams. And so Seattle is reeling in the cornerback position, and I think DJ Reed needs to step up and make a play. I think this is a, a game that he can absolutely do that. Taylor Heineke, obviously. Not one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He is prone to mistakes. And I, I think that TJ Reed has a chance to take advantage of that, make him pay, and give the Seahawks a much needed boost. As far as game predictions, you know, th this game has a lot of uncertainties with injuries. And you know, how, how healthy is Russell Wilson still? What's the weather going to be like? What's the pass rush and pass protection? I, I'm, I'm really questioning the pass protection for the Seahawks against a pretty vicious D line. And uh, spearheaded by Jonathan Allen, and I, I'm just I'm wondering about where they are, where, where they're headed as far as you know the pass rush or excuse me the, the pass the pass protection, and I think this is going to be one of those games 
where it's a bit uncertain, a bit muddy, and you're probably going to pick the. You just want to pick that game with the has the team that has the better quarterback. There's no Chase Young for the Washington football team. I think that plays a big role, even though they still have some fierce guys in the um, besides him. But obviously, if you're going to pick between the two between the two quarterbacks and have that be the deciding factor, I think everyone knows Russell Wilson's better than Taylor Heineke, and I'm not sure that's a hot take. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the Seahawks. It's not going to be pretty because the Seahawks haven't been pretty all year long. It's going to be close. It's going to be another uh, you know cardiac arrest kind of game, like most Seahawks games are, and it's going to be a bit of indigestion and 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 uh, heartburn. But I think the Seahawks, the Seahawks are going to get it done. I think that they're going to stop the bleeding on prime time, stop the bleeding at home, stop the bleeding on Monday Night Football. And I think, like I mentioned all show long, I think Russell Wilson, this is a game that he's going to finally break out and have his typical vintage Russell Wilson kind of game. And that's all going to come together for a 24-20 to 20 victory for the Seahawks as they move to 4-7 and seven, and hopefully sending the Washington football team back to 4-7, and seven, getting identical, identical records. So... I'm picking a close yet stressful win. Thanks for making Locked On Seahawks your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. You can follow me at NickLee51. I promise I will tweet about the Seahawks. I know it's been a lot of cracking and BYU and, and a lot of other stuff going on. I, I'm, I'm kind of a colorful, eclectic sports fan, um, but the Seahawks are obviously my prime focus on Monday for sure. And thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the game on Monday. Enjoy your Thanksgiving leftovers. Enjoy any time you have left with family this weekend. Be safe and go Hawks.